0: Getting way into this year's college football uh, regular season. Big, big week last week. We, we covered a lot of games in our parlay that, that were outside of the top 25. We wanted to show all that college football uh, uh, can be. Just do you want to go over some of those games last week in that parlay? Yeah, I guess we can go over them. We had a pretty good week, fellas. Not too bad. We had a 5-2 week. I know that these are parlays, so it doesn't matter, but... Don't um, parlay our parlays. Yeah, don't parlay our parlays. we will parlay them. our parlays. We will we will parlay them and then um we'll buy smokers with our winnings. <laughs> JMU never a doubt. James Madison is a wagon. Absolute wagon.
1: That's a program. <laughs> it's a
0: program. And um man, uh they need some respect on their names They sh- they sure do. They never
1: get it. No. Well, it's
0: cuz they're Lacrosse. Right. Yeah. Okay. Is that in the dictionary? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: It's a Native American word. Football,
0: football teams that are lacrosse don't uh, don't translate a lot of the time. Okay. Syracuse Duke. Uh, John you Hopkins John yeah.
1: football team. I smoke pot with Johnny Hopkins. <laughs> Is
0: that right? <laughs> um. But yeah, they they beat a South Alabama team that. Maybe isn't great, but they're... I really think they're better than their record, but... Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. And then uh, we went to Sam Houston with Jacksonville State, and they won
1: handedly. Well.
0: <laughs> <It> well. <laughs> we got lucky on this one. <laughs> we sure
1: did, but... Uh, Minus six and a half, yeah, one by... With a
0: half point to spare. Yep. Overtime, baby. Yep.
1: Twenty one to seven at
0: halftime for Sam Houston in this game. And um Sam Houston 0 for four now. Oh gotcha. Yeah. Central Michigan versus Eastern Michigan. Um this game shouldn't have been close, but it was. Twenty six to twenty three. And that means that Central Michigan sucks. <laughs> Because Eastern Michigan is among the worst teams in the nation. Yeah. Offensively and defensively.
1: Yeah, but they, they play each other tough.
0: Yeah. No, I guess you get down to it. Um, Maryland, 44-17 to against Indiana.
1: Great week for Maryland.
0: Maryland is, they're beating really bad teams, and that's what good teams do. Right. I mean, obviously, this is the test coming up this week. Yeah, they got Ohio State.
1: It would it would be fun. Uh, the one thing, it would be fun. I, uh, a lot of people have them on upset watch, but, man, this feels like one of those games where, like, you think Ohio State's on upset watch, and then they go and blow them out. So, yeah, we'll see. Uh, UNLV
0: versus Hawaii. It, uh, it wasn't a home game for Hawaii. Let's just say that. Yeah. So, UNLV... Uh, laying 11 points at uh, against Hawaii. That was easy for me. Yep. This is a good UNLV team. It is. They have some studs on there. Arkansas State, we took the money line.
1: And it wasn't even a doubt.
0: (laughs) (laughs) UMass, without their quarterback who started week zero. Yeah. Is their trash. Yeah. Um... Illinois, we were taking the money line against uh, Purdue. Hudson Card had fun, Hudson dude. Card had fun. He's he back finally having fun. did. You know, the, it's a long season. Well, it's a short season compared to every other sport, but it's a long season. You're going to have your your dumpers, and then you're going to have your fun. And Hudson Card's back having fun. Yep. I wonder if he'll have fun this week or not. Two touchdowns, 217 yards, that's a that's a Hudson card line. Yeah. Yeah. He'll look into a couple touchdowns. All right. Other games of note that we had. Um we started off what was it Friday? Utah yeah. at Oregon State. Yeah, I I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to renounce. I, I've kind of already jumped off ship, but I'm ready to renounce my Utah citizenship. Um this is just offense is so stale. Yep. Um, I thought I thought that I, they had something in Nate Johnson, but it's I, it's gone. They have. I never thought that they have absolutely nothing. Yeah. No. That. The, so. Ba- I think ultimately it comes that Baylor was a really bad team. Yeah. Um, and made him look like a really good quarterback. But yeah. And I mean, also, Florida's a bad team too. Yeah, Florida got absolutely pushed around yep. this week, but yeah, Utah—it's not getting easier for them um, at all. They—they they don't have any offensive production, oh, mm-hmm. and they're not going to be able to compete against any high-flying offense. Very much, including Colorado. Colorado would would beat them by twenty points right now. I mean, they're—they're they're a very good defense and. They are more more, more really good than, than likely. Defensive line. More than likely, Cam Rising will be back by then.
1: He's supposed to be after their yeah. bye week. I think. I
0: don't.
1: I don't know how much it's going to change.
0: The thing is, these other two quarterbacks are completely missing throws. Oh yeah. yeah. So I do think that there will be an uptick for sure, but I mean, uh, Coming off an injury, Rusty hasn't played. Yeah, hasn't even hasn't really practiced. He is like, looking
1: jacked, though. <laughs>
0: yeah, but do you want your rising jacked? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, so were the Musketeers jacked? <laughs> they got USC and Oregon back to back, with an Arizona game. Is it, is there Arizona State game, and then Washington?
1: Yeah, and. Uh, that's the thing in the Pac-12. If you want to compete, you got to win shootouts. Yeah, and this is not a shootout no. Utah team. No, the only they're not going to be able.
0: Yeah, they're not going to be able to beat the speed of, of USC. Um, they're going to get hammered by Washington. Um, I could see a knock them out, drag them out, Oregon game maybe. As a surprise? I, I, no, I don't, not at all. I think, I think or- that's the
1: hardest game there. Is. I, it yeah. probably is.
0: I wouldn't doubt it, but I'm just saying I could see it. I think Oregon come clo- comes the closest to matching them on defense. Yeah. yeah. And possibly is better. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, Bo Nix is playing out of his mind. But we saw this last year from them, for sure, where Bo Nix was just sick for the first Mm-hmm. Six weeks. And yep. then he was uh, doo-doo pants, bow again. Yeah, because that, that uh, Utah game for Oregon comes after Washington and Washington State games. So that's a third pretty large game in a row. Um, and it's in, was it Provo? Is that mm-hmm. where Utah is? Yeah, Provo. Um, which is always... Not
1: the easiest place. to play I in. I've heard a lot of rambling that people think there will be no Pac-12 team again. Um, Just cannibalizing. Yeah, I I don't see it that way right now. I think Washington. I think and Washington Oregon, is my bet. Well, I think Oregon and Washington. I think one of them is going to come out of it. it. Yeah.
0: If USC comes out of this,
1: I I would be very surprised if I, USC, USC came out.
0: They are so incomplete as a team. They they have yet to play even two good quarters
1: in a game, I would say. The thing is, like, they have the best player, so he makes up for a lot of it. Yeah. And they've been out without Branch, um, which definitely hurt them this week with letting Colorado back into the game. But it, it's just hard when you have the most experienced and the best, best player throwing the ball to everyone. But, man, their defense... They need to hold out late in the games, too, because like they, they've been letting teams play. I don't know. I, I'd be very surprised. I'm very excited for when we get to see them against Washington and Oregon. Do you
0: mm-hmm. want to talk about that USC game this yeah. last week? No, let's get it. All right, so USC 48, Colorado 41. A big storm at the end for Colorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you guys got in this game? Well, first of all, I just want to say... Can we get Gus Johnson back to doing some Big 10 games? It's, well they
1: they've just been throwing them at Colorado. It's so crazy.
0: Yeah, it, I know I know that they're trying to cash in on all this Colorado shit, but yeah. I mean maybe it's died down a little bit now, but it, actually it really hasn't because they they played a really good game here, but in the second half, um these defenses stink in yeah. both their coverage, the tackling. This that's one thing I can say about most a lot of these Pac-12 games, is the tackling and coverage is just garbage. Other than um, Oregon and, and Utah, I would say, but but man, and both quarterbacks in this game did throw an interception.
1: Yeah, the thing USC is, like when USC was at their top, they also had linebackers and safeties yep. who are Big next time. level. Big and time. that's the one thing that they just can't find out how to return to. That's what's always going to stop them from returning to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, they kind of lucked into Caleb Williams. Yeah. A bit. Very much. Where
0: so. how, how sound is the whole roster around him? Well, when you watch these games, you can't really tell if the defense is playing man or zone. Mm-hmm. It's, I think it's a lot of it is a man defense that they're just getting beat at, you know, and it kind of looks like they're just playing zone, but man, it is
1: rough, man. Uh, the I think the story after this season is going to be that Cliff Kingsbury can't uh, Lincoln or Wright or Lincoln Wright. My bad, I always mix them up. Yeah, can't uh, put together a defense for they all generational look the same talent.
0: They all look the same. No matter how many Heisman trophies he wins, he's He's not gonna win a national yeah. championship because he can't put a defense together.
1: But this game we did see Omarion Miller. Also,
0: I mean, let's be real, Cliff Kingsbury is on that uh
1: coaching staff. Yeah, yeah, they're they're all the same. But we saw O'Marion Miller, hundred and eighty seven yards. Like Colorado's just, they got weapons. They know they got weapons, even with Travis Hunter out. They got guys who can make plays. Like, I don't I don't know. How much of a difference? I mean, obviously he makes a huge difference because he plays a hundred snaps a game, but I think Colorado still loses this game with Travis Hunter. They could have used a shutdown corner. They that definitely he, he makes
0: he makes more on the defense right. the defensive sense more on the defensive side. Than yeah, on the offensive side, even though I mean he would be the second best player in the game, mm-hmm. um, probably behind Caleb Williams. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think of an Omarion song, but I don't know. Well, any we have songs. we
1: got a couple Omarions because there's Omarion Hampton for UNC. Well, we there's
0: Omarion can... Cooper on the defense for Colorado too.
1: Yeah, so yeah. you know what that means. Oh Just God, everyone new, was new fucking CD. to Omarion. <laughs> <laughs> Eighteen years ago. (laughs)
0: That's why I love her. That is is Neo. (laughs) Neo (laughs) Marion? Yeah, all I could think of um, was "So Sick of Love Songs," but that's Mario, if uh, I remember correct. Yes, it's it is. also Neo. Anytime <laughs> I no no, 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 not that one. Oh, no, no. Shoot, what's the one where he's dancing in there? Let um, me love you. Is let Mario. me love you. Yes, let me um, love you. That's what. it oh, <laughs> God,
1: everyone thinks everyone's Neo.
0: Um. <laughs> I'm a
1: <laughs> You probably you probably think Keanu Reeves played any while in the Matrix, dude. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna put you in a mansion way up in Wisconsin.
1: <laughs> don't even get me started on
0: Wisconsin. Um I just want to touch on the clock management for Colorado. They the last touchdown drive took uh 4 minutes and 15 seconds, which I get it it's a touchdown drive and it was I don't know 75 yards or something like that. But they had no timeouts left at the end of it. Like, what were, mm-hmm. what could they
1: have done? Yeah. Um, I mean, Dion's biggest weakness has been his clock management. Clock management, for he, sure. He and it still doesn't it's late have game that. stuff. He needs a. He needs to get a guy in the staff that mm-hmm. that is all he does is clock management. I'm
0: totally a believer in Shader Sanders now. He is he is a stud, and he just stands in there. Keep I know called. he stands in there too long, but. He is patient. Yeah. And he has vision, dude. Like some of his runs that he turned into touchdowns, like yeah. He's he's sick, man. Yeah, I I think more than likely he'll stay. And just try to build up to maybe be number one
1: overall? It's everything Dion has let people know yeah. is that he's staying. Yeah, he, with, but we'll, they're we'll trying see. to build
0: value, and um, Dion wants him to stay too. Yeah. Which
1: I think he would, he would probably benefit from that. Especially with this uh, quarterback class being so stacked.
0: And a move to the Big 12. Right. Without t- – Texas and all, they would be a top team in the Big Twelve.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's probably what they're thinking right now is that like they legitimately could have a chance to win the Big Twelve next year because you know they're going to get an insane another insane amount of transfers and. Oh, dude,
0: they are. They're gonna lap everybody in transfers, yeah. without a doubt. Everybody wants to play for Dion right now. Yeah, He's... this is this is honestly just the, you know, the starting, squad for them. Like yeah. it's gonna it's gonna ramp up next year. A lot of teams should be worried about their guys um, if they're gonna stay or not. It it really seems like Dion's gonna take a lot of yeah. lot of talent, and he he knows that. And his comments after the game were totally right. Like if you don't see what's happening there, yeah, then you are what like what? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. You you have your own biases, and I know. I know he's flashy and stuff, but he is right. He, he talks about himself. He doesn't. He doesn't talk about other dudes. Yeah. No. I I think he's doing it the right way. I don't think it's it's, it's so this weird because he's a mixture of new school and old school. Yeah, man. without it's, a doubt. Yeah. Some of the he so, has these old school values. That, yeah. Some of the that speeches so that he memorable. does are definitely old school, and some of the vibes that he does. But then he's also yeah. He's oh, ahead of the curve coach, on a lot of well, things. Well,
1: that when you're proven. Like that's that's the one thing that will trump all else is when you've done it before and you're proven it just you can do whatever you need to do like everything else will come with it
0: yeah and there's a good chance that he doesn't know all of his players names <laughs> yeah. there really is <laughs> but I don't, I don't you know have, how he could but like he's on just, TV too much you definitely. need to show him something yeah giving hugs to Michael Irvin yeah, yeah. um yeah you want to move on to the number one team in the nation? Yep. What well, we got here for Georgia, Auburn? Yeah, I guess they're still the number one team in the nation, too. Yeah, that, we'll, we'll keep talking about how rankings are bullshit. They, they don't matter. They don't matter, even for a second. No, jo- there's, Georgia? there's been nothing that has ever said that Georgia is the best team in the nation, outside of them winning the last two championships. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. But, uh, I mean, they just don't. I'm not saying that they couldn't look like themselves this year. At, no, at some point. so but they don't look like themselves right now. And Well,
1: the thing is their their offensive stats are pretty similar to what they've been. Yeah, yeah, Um, But the obvious difference is that the defense is not the NFL defense they've had for, Absolutely yeah, for sure. years. Yeah, for sure. But I don't know. I think Carson Beck's pretty good.
0: He's so boring, man. He's
1: very boring. But
0: George is boring.
1: Well, it's almost like, yeah, Brock Bowers was awesome. But it's almost like they forgot they had him in the first half. Yeah. Like, do that the whole time. I don't know. He yeah. Had, he had, what, like 150, 160 yards? And yeah.
0: Play. I. Everybody's talking about him being a Heisman candidate after this. I mean, we've known about Brock Bowers a long time. He is a – he has great hands. He runs good routes. But, I mean, if you rewatch this cl- the clips of this game – he didn't have anybody within ten yards of him.
1: Yeah, but I mean, he's he's obviously more of a receiver than he is a blocker, and he's not a bad blocker.
0: Right in the middle of the field in the second half, but he, uh, Auburn doesn't have an excuse he, for it. I yeah,
1: don't think. he knows how to get open, though. A lot of that is his route running is very good because he he acts as more of a receiver than he does a tight end, really. Yeah, so, I,
0: he. I mean, it's not like he runs a four two, you know. It, yeah, it, it. There's no reason that. There shouldn't be anybody blanketing him. He's their best player. He's he's one of the best pass catchers in the nation. It, he didn't have anybody on him.
1: But I I do think we can like handedly say that without him they lose this game. Yeah. yeah oh, without a doubt. Yeah.
0: For sure. Yeah. But um yeah, like I said, Carson Beck is he's okay. He's boring. Yeah. And the running backs don't have any explosiveness.
1: No, that, that's that been another issue for them, too, is they, they can't get it going on the ground. Yeah. And honestly, if Auburn, like, if Peyton Thorne isn't your quarterback, you win this game. Peyton
0: Thorne had one good play in this game. It was that super long run. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw that one. Yeah. But they have one of the worst passing attacks in the nation. It's so hard to believe that they're this bad, but 112th in the nation. Yeah. In passing. Is it time for Robbie Ashford? I know that he's had a couple opportunities, mm-hmm. Robbie Ashford, but Peyton Thorne, like, did you think that bringing a Big Ten quarterback in was. Yeah, yeah that's always going to fix What's up the with problem. these SEC teams thinking, oh. Yeah, he you know who knows how to throw the ball, the yeah, big Ten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Br- bring in a Big Ten punter. Don't bring in a Big Ten quarterback, guys. What the <laughs> hell? Bring in
1: a t- Big Ten running back. <laughs> right. Yeah. A yeah. big a Big Ten quarterback who let's not forget had Keon Coleman last year and did terrible on the <laughs> yeah. Michigan State team. <laughs> yeah, absolutely
0: terrible. So I, don't I know. just think uh, Auburn started fast and just totally ran out of gas. They, yeah, they. Uh, that being said, a stingy. big a Big Ten quarterback is probably the greatest player of all time in the NFL. Yeah, Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it, oh, happened it happened once. All right, once. I thought you were talking about Kirk Cousins <laughs> for a second. <laughs> yeah. But going to get fired. Um let's uh let's hit up just a couple more of these games last week. Um you know, I've got to talk my Texas team. That was a legit win. Yeah, um definitely. I I think that we're really showing yeah, legit that we win can against, put it against it. a backup quarterback, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Who put up four touchdowns last year against Oklahoma? Um well, I think Texas is for real. Um, I'm not ready to say they're back. I might, uh, spoiler, say it next week. <laughs> but um, this was one of the most sound team games that they've played. Sure, it was 13-7 and seven at the half. We seem to be just like a lot of other teams, a lot of the best teams, the second-half team right now. Um, but the way that Jonathan Brooks... And I'll talk about it a little bit later. Um really makes me feel a little bit more comfortable about this Texas team.
1: They they just have too many weapons for these not elite teams to hang with. That's why Red River is going to be awesome this week. Because yeah. Oklahoma does obviously have the offense to hang with them.
0: But you should probably buy your Quinn Ewers Heisman tickets now. Yeah. Because I think he's at plus 900, which isn't bad odds.
1: Yeah. No, definitely.
0: Yeah, no. It, it's this is obviously going to be the make or break week, this upcoming week. Um, uh, if they win this week, I think it's smooth sailing. It I really be. do. Oh, they have the easiest yeah. route after this. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they, Houston, BYU, Kansas State, TCU, Iowa State, Texas Tech. Yeah. So, <laughs> so win this week. Yeah,
0: and I, and. I, I don't see how they don't, you know. Um, they the w- when I was going back and watching all the film and everything, that offensive line mm-hmm. for Texas is so good. Yeah. The What's... holes that they're able to create for Jonathan Brooks is yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That their offensive line is is dope. And, I didn't have too many eyes on this game. And but... Quinn Quinn has that. Uh, what was that the Eli Manning? Um, play action where you bootleg out to the right at, at the end zone. Um, Eli and Peyton, I think, did that. Um,
1: well, there's a connection there. Oh <laughs> no.
0: Um, uh, Eli's arch is Arch's real dead. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I, uh, I felt the most confidence about Texas that I ever have this week. So, um, it, it all come. Crashing down, possibly. Um, let's finish with. You guys want to talk LSU, Ole Miss, or Notre yeah, Dame, Duke?
1: Well, let's, we we can hit on both these games. Um okay. LSU, Ole Miss. Jackson Dart's fun, man. Yeah. Like I I think he's the most fun quarterback in the SEC, and I I said it a few weeks ago.
0: You don't think it's the other quarterback in this game?
1: No, and I thought he was awesome too but they that LSU defense just lets up so many big plays like i i thought i was high on that
0: they, they are not dbu this year at least no, they not are, at all. they are a minus they are they're not even average on,
1: and they're in like their they're like loading the box weird too it seems like they're playing too far <laughs> off the line and just leaving themselves susceptible but let, yeah jaden daniels was awesome but he had the big uh fumble where he got fucking wrecked. the ball just flew out, and I don't know, man, this lSU team without like their their offense is good, but man, they're just letting up too many big plays, so I don't know, I don't expect too much from them the rest of the season,
0: yeah, um talking about the next game, Brian Kelly's old stopping grounds, Notre Dame at Duke. Sam Hartman has an amazing clutch gene for sure but how much can he do for a full game
1: it's it's weird Like they almost started too hot I think and like set too high of expectations for what Sam Hartman could do in this yeah. offense because they've slowed down so much the past few weeks I mean there, obviously these are pretty games
0: no, this week no. is a, a little. Uh, when do yeah. they have a bye week? Yeah, I know, right? Right. I was just thinking about that. They, yeah, they they've been kind of going and going, haven't they? Yeah, because they, they they played they had week, week zero, zero. Yeah, in fucking Europe. Uh, the twenty-first. So they
1: have this week and then next week against yeah, USC. so week eight. That's crazy. this is
0: brutal. Yeah. So.
1: But they, I, they should have lost this game. They completed a fourth and sixteen, um, in at the end of the fourth that allowed them to uh, set up Audric estimate for a thirty-yard mm-hmm. rush up the middle. Um, Duke looked good. This Duke, it sucks for Duke because Riley Leonard got. Yeah, now this they're going to be fighting for a bowl. And now they're screwed. But he w- he's been awesome this season, man. It was really fun to watch them. But it it almost feels like the air left the room for the entire university because i don't yeah. i don't know what they can do without him he's by far their best player yeah on the field at all times so i don't know it's fun while it lasted duke you sh- probably should have won this game but <laughs> sayonara also the other really annoying thing to come out of this week for sam hartman was uh, did you see the uh slow-mo of him doing his hair Girls have been going fucking nuts for him, and it's very annoying. He's one of
0: those guys that grows a beard and, like...
1: Well, he they, has, they, like, jet black yeah, hair, so yeah. it, he just looks fucking different. Yeah. It's weird. And then um, he's also, like, the oldest guy out there because he's been around forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so for it, sure. It's just weird when you have, like, this old Disney character-looking dude. With yeah, yeah, two, yeah. 18-year-old.
0: <laughs> get your get you head in the game.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, let's uh, let's do some studs and duds for this week. Um, I'll get us started. I talked about him a little bit already. Jonathan Brooks, 21 carries, 218 yards with two touchdowns, uh, including that really nice 54-yarder set up by a great offensive line play. Uh, nobody even touched him, but the thing that I really liked out of him was that next-level speed on that play, um, and he's shown that quite a bit over the past couple weeks. Um, We relied so heavily on the run last year that one of the things going into this year was how do you match the production of not only Bijan, but Roshan Johnson as well. Um, And I think Jonathan Brooks started out a touch slow, but over these past three weeks has been nothing but fantastic. Um, I, I think that um, him doing that opens up Quinn Ewers so much as well to really do whatever he uh can do.
1: Yeah, they're they're all getting more comfortable because like Ewers is going for longer balls yeah. now, and they're they're allowing. It's not all
0: to, screens like we saw in that right. Alabama they're game. They're
1: allowing themselves to establish a run and then hit Worthy and Mitchell on deep balls and. It it's a scary offense right now for sure. Um,
0: and then my dud for this week is that L- LSU starts and finishes. <laughs> they gave up twenty one points in the first and the fourth quarter in this yeah. game, which is crazy. That's impossible. Yeah. Um, if you're supposed to be a good team, uh, so in their two losses this year, they gave up twenty one points in each fourth quarter. Um, that's not how you want to finish a game. No. You know. Um, I I'm not sure if that's a testament to how bad you know Brian Kelly can manage um in these in these supposedly marquee games. Um I mean I'm glad it's happening. Fuck Brian Kelly. <laughs> yeah. But uh yeah, no I would I would watch out for this the rest of the year. Um if you have if you want to bet live and LSU like if they're in a, a you know a tight game or something like that, maybe take the uh when, when do they play Alabama?
1: I think it's fairly late. Yeah, it's usually a later one, I think. Yeah.
0: But I think it's I think Alabama's pretty safe to they're no, have uh, no, the uh November fourth.
1: Yeah. Week ten. Okay. And that, that's Alabama has a bye the week before that.
0: Yeah, I mean, who is gonna challenge Alabama the, I mean I guess Texas A and M could <laughs> The only game where they looked bad was the Miami game. Texas A&M's defense is pretty good. I would like a good matchup there um, this upcoming week, Alabama-Texas A&M. Yeah. But I think Alabama runs the table the rest of the way. Yeah. Until that, obviously, the... SEC championship, mm-hmm. um, which they could have a chance against Georgia. I think that they would have any chance against Georgia uh, compared have to a last year. Very good. Chance I think their I think their
1: defense looks better than Georgia's defense looks. Well, and if they're because their secondary is really coming together. Kool Aid McKinstry's been really good. There's their safeties have been really good, and if they can find a way to shut down Brock Bowers, I mean,
0: and if they can get some emergence from their skills positions on yeah. offense. It's going um, to be so funny. Between Burton and, and those guys. When uh, November 11th comes around and let's say Alabama only has one loss and Kentucky's still undefeated yeah. and the line is going to be like minus three yeah. and a half Alabama.
1: Kentucky is <laughs> <as> Georgia this <laughs> week. Well, so.
0: If we want to talk about Kentucky, I'll do my stud. You got it. Ray Davis. Mm-hmm. This dude went off, dude. That's I don't right. know if you guys watched it. But, yeah, sweet baby Ray is what he goes by. Yep. But he was breaking tackles. He had breakaway speed like crazy, and he was making dudes miss. It was an absolute clinic. He had 26 carries, 280 yards rushing, and three tutters. Uh, That's just rushing. He also caught a nine-yard touchdown that he made dudes miss like crazy. It was... If you haven't seen it, go back and watch it cuz he just went off on Florida. But Kentucky's offensive line looked very good. Mm-hmm. And Florida's defensive line w- was nothing. Yeah. They didn't seem like anything compared to Kentucky. Kentucky might be a little better.
1: Florida's been playing like a Big 10 team. Like they have a good offensive line and I don't I don't know.
0: Grammar. It might
1: just be the factor there.
0: Yeah. And then I'm gonna go with my dud being Nate Johnson. Nate Johnson is. Yeah. I know it's a lot to ask of your third string quarterback to make. Uh, I don't know nine completions. In yeah. <laughs> but. I mean, a hundred one yards and one touchdown it's not gonna do it, against any Pac-12 team. Oh. Yeah, they, there's too much scoring in that league. You have to match their scoring, and Nate Johnson's not going to be your guy. As much as I wanted it to be. Not going to work.
1: All right, for my studs, I have Talia Tungavailoa. Twenty four for thirty four, three hundred fifty two yards, five passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdowns, and a dominant forty four to seventeen win over Indiana. He looked awesome. And you're Dude. telling me that can play against Ohio State? I wish it could. They're
0: he hasn't faced shit yet. Maryland
1: um, is good. They're chaotic.
0: They do this every year. Yeah. They, they well, not every year, but they. The last couple of years, they've been starting off very well. Yeah, and then once once they hit the big players, they're
1: they're about to run into a brick wall of a defense. If they were in
0: the Big Ten West, they would lead the Big Ten West. Yeah. If there was a Big it's, Ten West, nothing would make sense. Yeah, right. But oh, no, nothing I, makes sense. I, nothing because makes it's, sense. It's,
1: all the Big Ten West has right now is a weird Wisconsin team. Well, and I, honestly, I, if they're in the ACC
0: aren't, still, aren't uh, some of the Pac-12 teams gonna be in the Big Ten <laughs> yeah, yeah, gonna East, gonna so we're gonna have Rutgers, UCLA. Yeah. Hey man, it's all relative. <laughs> Take it the other way around. No, SEC is all relative.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, SEC, we looking good.
1: <laughs> um, and then for my dud uh, speaking, of SEC is Peyton Thorne. Already talked about him. 82 yards, no touchdowns, an interception. Did have 92 rushing yards, but, man. If it they, was all on one play. Yeah, and if Auburn has an average QB, especially right now where there being so many good QBs in college yeah. football, yeah. they they beat Georgia this week, but Peyton Thorne ain't the guy. Never has been the guy. Never who do
0: you think is the worst quarterback team. who beats Georgia on that yeah. Auburn team this year?
1: Yeah. I'll bet Hudson Card does not, unfortunately. Uh, uh, I don't think I don't think Hudson Card does <laughs> <laughs> He'd have fun. I don't know if he'd beat him. Um I think Grayson uh, McCall. Okay. I could see that. Austin
0: Reed would. Austin Reed absolutely wouldn't would win that game. Yeah.
1: So Yeah.
0: Um Darren Mordecai.
1: Tanner Mordecai does not. Tanner does not win that yeah. game. No. Yeah. <laughs>
0: nope. Um, I,
1: I think that's about the line. Do you think 40 quarterbacks could win that game in college football right now? Um. Maybe. Yeah, I'd say that's reasonable. So basically, is Peyton Thorne the 41st worst quarterback?
0: Best quarterback? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. I'm not ready to say that that Peyton Thorn is in the top 41 quarterbacks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, because it wasn't like. Yeah, never mind. All right. Let's go ahead and talk about some Week Six picks. Um, well, let's do the Conference USA Week Six picks first. Okay, we can get into that. We uh, we promise you, Conference USA. We've been lacking a little bit, but um, we got Wednesday we and Thursday night. We got four week. games between Conference USA teams. night games. Um, let's start off with Wednesday night. What do you think about Jacksonville State, Middle Tennessee State? Jacksonville State is getting three and a half points in this crazy. Okay. Crazy. I I'm not gonna read in too much into last week. I I'm taking those three and a half points, man. Mm-hmm. That that's a good one for me. I I don't I don't know what the environment's like at uh, Middle Tennessee, but Jacksonville State, man. I I think that they're a pretty decent team. I know that they're not explosive on offense, but who cares? We'll figure it out. Uh, This one was a weird one for me. It's tough to think of New Mexico State being a six-and-a-half-point favorite anywhere, anytime. But I'm going to take them as a six-and-a-half-point favorite. You, you hate FIU. I think you have the biggest FIU bias I've ever heard from anybody. They're really bad. <laughs> They're... <laughs> they are they are eastern Michigan bad they're dog shit yeah no they they the the games that they won was against the main team that just came up, yeah, and they didn't have an identity yeah <laughs> its it's so easy to say that it's like when you walk into a conversation and you're like it's all about balance, <laughs> yeah. It sounds like a Nate Coughlin thing. Yeah,
1: I'm all, They also, gotcha, Nate. I think, technically have the largest enrollment of any school in the I world. I think we debunked that. No, I'm pretty sure I'm still... <laughs> I think we debunked that, that on a prior... No, thing. it's because like half of them are online, but they <laughs> oh, have the oh, highest yeah. pool.
0: <laughs> mm. Alright, we move on to... This was a tough one, too. Sam Houston State at Liberty. 19-point spread in favor of Liberty, Once again, how much do you look into last week with Sam Houston is the thing. But Liberty is by far the better team. Yeah, I think um, Sam Houston's stats probably came back to uh, the middle a little bit because they were really, really bad. Yeah. So this was probably an overcorrection last week, and I think they can come back to earth. It's all about balance. But Liberty 19-point favorites, that's a lot of points, but I'm taking them.
1: I mean, they're they're averaging 40 points per game. Yeah, I yeah. wouldn't
0: doubt that this is a 30-point win by Liberty. You, you got to be between this and the over, I would say. What's the over-under in this game?
1: Was this one 40, 46.
0: 46? I just don't know if Sam Houston can score enough, so maybe maybe stay away from that, actually. Just, yeah, just Sam, do the, Sam Houston's do the averaging
1: 9.5 points
0: per game. So, Yeah. And then my fourth pick in this one, I believe, what well, was Western Kentucky's 6.5-point yep. favorites in this game? Yep. At uh, Louisiana Tech, who's actually strung together a kind of decent season so far.
1: Yeah, the... The thing is their wins are Florida International, Northwestern mm-hmm. State, and UTEP. And you know how I feel about UTEP. Yeah. They lost twenty eight fourteen to Nebraska, so Yeah. I'm gonna go with the over here,
0: fifty nine and a half. This could be a fun shootout, man. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah, Western Kentucky's averaging thirty one point six. Uh, points per game, and La average averaging 27. Um, I, I like the over here. Yeah,
0: Western Kentucky's defense is bad. Their running yeah. game is bad. Yeah, we've got burned too many times by Western Kentucky. So even well. if Western Kentucky gets up early, they're still throwing the ball, man. Yeah. That's the type of game they play. So, yeah, that's our four-game parlay Wednesday and Thursday. Conference little mini-week night Conference USA parlay for everybody. Um, What about the bigger picture? What do we think of that Washington State-UCLA game? All right, so Washington State is traveling to UCLA. I'm a little confused on what UCLA has really shown to be favorites in this game. And are they just completely disrespecting the work that Cam Ward has done so far? Yeah. Yeah. And the Washington State defense too. Yeah, this, this line makes no sense. It's I'm taking it, man. Uh Washington State getting three and a half points. Why isn't it two and a half points, if anything? Um I'm all in on that. That's that's easy money for me. Yeah. If there's one bet that you do this whole week, it's that one.
1: I, I totally agree.
0: The next one I'm going to go to is Alabama. They're given two and a half points at Texas A&M. I know Texas A&M is not an easy place to go play. They they talk about the, them being the originator of the 12th man and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But this is an Alabama team that I think is starting to improve for sure. Uh, Milrose getting more reps as the starting quarterback. Who knows? I th- I think they're starting to gel a little bit. Yeah. Two and a half points. Not too bad. Not too bad for me. I'm gonna take them in this game. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah, and Texas a like they they have good wins. They beat Auburn and they beat Arkansas. I. Th- I don't know. They showed they were very susceptible to big plays against uh, Van Dyke in Miami. Um, that was really the only lapse they've had so far, but this Alabama team really is coming together. It, and it
0: feels know. like one of the biggest traps that I've ever seen. Like, I don't know how it's two and a half. Yeah. Like, it at least yeah. should be six and a half in my eyes. Um, I'm taking two and a half all day. I'm putting a lot on it, and I'm not even regretting it. hmm All right, let's take it to Bowling Green at Miami of Ohio. This Bowling Green team is getting 10 points in this matchup. I don't think that this is a bad Bowling Green defense. I know that Michigan was like trying some stuff against them. And that's a lot of the reasons why they got so many picks. But they they kind of hang around for a
1: bit. Bowling Green's been very unlucky this year where they played Liberty, who's a good team. They played Michigan, who's maybe the best team. And they played Ohio, who's a good team. And then they went and beat Georgia Tech last week, 38-27. to 27. Exactly. They're better than they look on paper, being 2-3. and three. It is a good defense and i i think they've just gotten unlucky this year so far so i i like this a lot given 10 points and my miami like they beat a umass team 41 to 28 which we've now seen that umass is not a good team
0: mhm they lost to miami yeah they lost which to miami it's never going to be close
1: 38 to 3 got blown out they do have a good win against cincinnati but that was an overtime 31 24
0: and Cincinnati isn't great. This, this ain't your last year or every other year before that, Cincinnati.
1: Right. So I, I think there's a little deception here, but I definitely like Bowling Green. Plus 10.
0: All right. I'm going to go over to Colorado at Arizona State. Um, Arizona State, I know that they flirted with the USC game. What was it? Two weeks ago now. Yeah. Colorado is is a better team than Arizona State. Yeah. Uh, the the four and a half points in this game. I, I gotta think that Shadur's just gonna try to go off in this game. Yeah. The the hype trainer is gonna come way back up again this week. Yeah. Cause yeah no I I I see I see another twenty point victory here um with Colorado. They weren't, like you said, they weren't bad last week. The defense was bad, but that
1: offense will play against lesser Pac-12 opponents. Mm-hmm. And Arizona State, like, their offense is so fucking banged up that it's...
0: Well, the the thing is, as well, a lot of that USC game was trick plays. Mm-hmm. And the nature of trick plays is once you use them, you lose them. Right. So... I I don't see their offense generating points as an actual offense rather than a
1: gimmick.
0: Next game is the other one that I would possibly put up there as if you're going to bet a game. Yeah. That put don't put a unit on it. Put a big unit yeah. on it.
1: Put a put a Randy put, put a Randy
0: on Johnson it. on it. Would that be a good graphic? Yeah.
1: <laughs> what what number was he? I'll I'll, I'll put a graphic out yeah. there is just that Randy Johnson. Yeah. No one's gonna understand what the yeah. fuck it is, but I'm gonna put Randy yeah. Johnson on Nebraska at Illinois under 43.
0: Yes, Nebraska Illinois under 30 43. I know Nebraska's got this flashy new quarterback, but guys, it's Nebraska at Illinois. Yeah. They're how, what are we going to put the punt over-under at Oof, in this game?
1: A lot of punts.
0: Um, Over-under 12 and a half. Yeah. I don't even fair. know if there will be that many possessions. Right. Callback. Does Luke Altmaier win that game?
1: No. I'm not a Luke <laughs> Altmaier believer at all. <laughs> Illinois has been kind of sad this year.
0: Super sad. So that is our uh, week six picks. I do want to ask you guys, I talked, I had a bit of a rant about it. What do you think happens in that Red River game?
1: It's. I think it's going to be a classic Red River game. It's going to be a shootout. Oklahoma knows how to do it. And Dylan Gabriel's been underrated. I think, I think, I think.
0: it's safe to say it's not going to be anything like last year, though.
1: Yeah. The the Texas line is really fucking good. I think they're going to get after him more than anybody has. I could see more turnovers than either of these teams has had so far. Yeah. What was the over under in this game again? 60?
0: Yeah. 60 and a half or no? I thought it was 60 even. Was it 60 even? Um,
1: 60 and a half, I have.
0: Okay. That yeah, so. is on the money. Like, that is very tough. If I had to, I would probably lean Texas minus six and a half. Is that right? Is that what yeah. the spread is at? Yeah. But I don't have an official play on this one, man. I really don't know. I'm telling
1: you, turnovers are they always are, but like Oklahoma has ten interceptions this year, uh two recovered fumbles. If Quinn Ewers takes care of the ball, I, which no, he which is showing he does, it, if it you, should be pretty easy for Texas.
0: If you bet the Texas minus six and a half, you have to bet Quinn Ewers for Heisman as well, I would say. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, it's. it's this is where college football is really interesting because one game defines most of these team seasons. Yeah, yeah. And this is Texas' and well, Oklahoma's. Well, that's,
0: that's the, the thing that stinks for him, though, is both of his games will have been Barely in the, the, the first year. half of the yeah. year.
1: So, yeah, he might not get that. He won't yeah. get that boost at the end. But right? if
0: they're – I mean, because USC is not going to be undefeated. Well, that's the thing. So – if yours wins this game, we win it out. It all depends on who finished undefeated for everybody else. yeah mm-hmm. and I, I mean, don't think he, I don't think Carson Beck would beat him. I don't think that um either Harrison um, or any of those Ohio State guys would beat him um if Washington is undefeated, I do think Penix beats him.
1: Panix will have the stats
0: but Bonex Bo could beat him.
1: bonex could I'm
0: not sure if bonex could. Bonex could. Why do you not think that? If, I, if Oregon wins that, out, no. Whoever if, wins out in the Pac-12. Texas wins out. That's the thing. But you a have Texas to... name, Quinn yours, with two massive wins. Oh, they're against, but his no, 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 no. A a winning out team. If if Bonex beats USC and Washington, the Pac-12. Yeah. And uh, he compare, will. Compared 12, I don't think a Pac-12 narrative would work. They'll they'll have c- better
1: stats too than Quinn Ewers will. Have. A Pac-12 is way Obviously better than a Big-12. I can't. I, I we'll
0: we'll have to see how it plays out. I personally think Washington wins out. I think I think ultimately it'll be Michael Penix as the 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 Heisman. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I I think it's safe to say we're all rooting for that, but. I mean, I mean, I'm not. Obviously. I'm rooting for JJ, but no, it... no, no, no. We're all rooting for Washington to win out. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah, I think that that's the only way I, do, I don't see Bo Nix taking it over from Quinn Ewers. There's too much momentum for Quinn Ewers. You tell me right now on the rankings. In terms of, I mean, you would have Bonex ahead of yeah, no, Bo, no, Bonex no, really, no. Bo would have to beat Washington. Yeah, right? that's that's yeah. the argument. Yeah. He would have to beat. Yeah, if Bonex beats Washington, then he
1: is. And he'll have it, the momentum. Yeah, but what's it different than you Ewers beating Alabama? Uh, because Washington will. It'll be late in the season, and Washington yeah. will probably be undefeated. But I well, he he will also. also Bonex will also have Narenis had to can be get
0: created early in the season and carry on. That's what happens in the ambience. He'll also have to beat USC, which that was last year's Heisman. Mm-hmm. That yeah, that would that would obviously beat Quinn Ewers' case. Yeah, I th- I think I I do actually think that the Heisman's coming out of the Pac-12. What does it take for JJ to win?
1: I there's probably no chance because honestly. I've th- especially this week. All Michigan fans are like calling for like Roman Wilson. I've seen that, which is dumb, because there's no chance he could. But he's it, been a, he's been way underrated. For I sure. looked back.
0: I watched this game, and holy shit, that he look good. Yeah, he he has the arm talent. He is rising up draft boards. He has the Big arm time. talent. Oh, I saw is, him as the number two quarterback yeah, off is, the board today. It's it's closer to caleb williams than it's not well he his arm talent wise
1: yeah because people are sleeping on that because he didn't have to throw last year but yeah. he is the most efficient quarterback in college football well, he's how, not missing throws
0: how fun is it that there are so many different types of quarterbacks there are that are there's, fantastic there's we, get, I, we get i've every never type. seen the quarterback Position like this?
1: No, we 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 have every type of quarterback. You have a Sam Hartman doing his thing. You got Sam uh,
0: Hartman is your quintessential college quarterback, right? Yeah, yeah, the it's, best
1: it's, at a very high level.
0: It's yeah. almost like a, a little different take on a Cam Rising, and then even even Cam Ward, yeah, you know, that's an Cam, old school. I I don't know why Cam Ward is so disrespected. Yeah. He is he's like, if people would give him a shot. Yep. He is so much fun to watch, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. He's one of the most fun in in the nation. DJU has his mojo back. Um, Michael Penix is my take for the best quarterback in the nation. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, when yours is dude. I just want to catch. I just, just want to catch a uh, yeah. Michael Penix throw. Yeah. They look <laughs> like they just float into your hands, man. Definitely. It's just because he's a lefty, and it's just the camera angle, but it's so yeah. it's just looks amazing it's
1: nope. it's different though because like you look at Tua and it's the opposite where it looks like dog shit Absolutely. what are you talking
0: about Tua's Tua's throw looks amazing I think
1: no dude I I think it looks so weird it, yeah I, but I agree. It, uh, my thing is though I think the NFL and college ball matters for the look of a spiral and it's supposed to be that way mm-hmm. yeah um Cause they they put the lines on, so yeah, like, so you can track the ball better. Yeah, yeah. So because um, I thought too his ball looked awesome in college, but now it looks weird just because yeah. it there's not a lot of. Well, enemies. everybody
0: always talks about how Brady Quinn had the nicest spiral yeah, of yeah, all time.
1: Yeah, definitely. I um I think
0: that the Bears certainly made the right decision by trading out their picks last year
1: for, for because oh, so then they have Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison. Yeah, right now absolutely
0: <laughs> this. I always said, like, I said it last year and I think maybe the year before, wait for this year. Like, there are going to be yeah, absolute I, studs. I hope they don't go to the Bears. The the thing is, the Bears need to build out that offensive line. It the, They're going to ruin Caleb Williams' the
1: Bears, well, well, the Bears honestly, need to build out their front office first. Yeah, yeah. But, honestly, McCaskey needs why die. not
0: trade out again? Uh, you know how much you can crazy get for that? Why not hire... Lovie Smith back. They, Absolutely. Because he wouldn't. They fired wouldn't. him. I don't at, think he would. At 10, 10 and 6, they fired him.
1: Yep. And then they have been abysmal ever since. Never king close.
0: You know how good of a season, like a Bears season 10 and 6 is? Yeah. That's like Absolutely. really against, good.
1: Against Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, uh, the, uh, I'm just basically bringing it back to the quarterback play. I have never seen this good of a quarterback play in the NCAA, and it's because of the transfer rules. It is. These kids aren't sitting out, and the SEC is not part of that. No, no. no. The SEC, uh, especially like, especially for Milrow, no the most, but not NFL, um, no NFL
1: prospects.
0: Uh, Jackson Dart.
1: Yeah, I I've said it. As many times as I can, Jackson Dart's my I, I favorite know that, uh, SEC QB. And, Daniel, and Jaden Daniels.
0: Daniel has yeah. a lot of yardage and stuff, but he's not actively winning games for them.
1: That's been the issue. I, I blame a lot on their defense, but he can
0: move. I would have liked to have seen more of Connor Wickman. Okay. But now uh, Max Johnson's taken over there. Yeah, so he, I mean, Max Johnson's serviceable.
1: But yeah, I mean, next year it's going to be Texas and Oklahoma bringing the QBs over yeah. to help them out. So, mm-hmm.
0: absolutely, no. I uh, I'm happy to see it. It makes I think it makes college football way more enjoyable um, when you're actually watching good quarterback play. Well, it just makes you think like how many years did we have backup quarterbacks just sitting wasted. on the bench, wasted? Absolutely. Well, and even, Very true even transfers. There was no reason at all a transfer should have sat Stand out a One that's of the, the dumbest, dumbest things I've ever so heard in my life. Yeah, you're wasting. Like these kids just want to play. Yeah, man, that's such bullshit. Yeah. Um. So I anybody that's grouchy about the transfer portal about that, like, it it, dri-
1: it drives me nuts. It's anti-capitalism. Well, and anyone who. Is grouchy about it. They they still think that college football players are going to college to like go to class <laughs> yeah, and shit. Absolutely. That has not been the case, probably since like the seventies, dude. That yeah. it's not how college football is set up, and it hasn't been. So yeah. like, I just I just do you, just do you love think we're that we're people were going to
0: Nebraska, <laughs> yeah. and just going, hey man, I could learn a lot here. <laughs> yeah, man.
1: exactly. No, I it it's silly, but yeah, we get we finally get the talent spread out where it needs to be, and hopefully it'll – I've been looking ahead a little bit at next season at some of the schedules because obviously the big story for Michigan has been that they don't play anything this year. Mm -hmm. But, oh, my God, their schedule next year is fucking insane with all the teams coming to the Big Ten. So it, like – it, this will be the last time, like any elite teams will have these lower schedules, yeah. because we are consolidating. Well, it's, until they restructure. It's everything so funny. Again this this
0: years. year has seemed almost apocalyptic in terms of everything has changed. Yeah, like literally. Um,
1: yeah, we get like it's hard to <laughs> like mathematically. There's too many variables yeah. changing that we we're not going to be able to decipher. Like any Constance oh, out of this not yes. even season close. <laughs> yeah
0: no if you think that this year was crazy wait for next year yeah next
1: year everything the blows up the years after that
0: man yeah wait for after the NCAA doesn't exist anymore too.
1: yeah uh, we we can only wish
0: them as a governing body is is they're the worst hogwash it's malarkey yeah yeah <laughs> um any other last notes before we close up hmm I don't think so. come? Oh, my God. I am pretty nervous for this week, but I th- I think we'll pull it you off. You should be very nervous, actually. Yeah, I'm pretty nervous. Because this is your whole season. Because yeah. you don't have anything after this. But if you lose this game, then you're out of the playoffs. Yeah, I
1: agree. I agree. Yeah. Hey, I, I'm kind of envious, though, because we don't get that you until it the end. Well, well, Penn State, obviously. November 11th, Penn State. Um, With
0: that being said, though. If we,
1: it, But we're not done if we lose that game because we can go beat Ohio State who yeah. hopefully beat Penn State if that happens. So, And then yeah. we'll have the clusterfuck. But I'm a little envious that you get to figure out sooner rather than later what your yeah. season
0: is. No, I, I am excited by that fact. I mean, obviously, Texas over the past couple of years, past couple of years meaning at least a decade, have – Fell into those trap games as well yeah. afterwards, so I mean it's not going to be incredibly easy. But the way that this team is playing, it, it's it's more it's likely than team. not. Yeah, and and honestly, Sark is a good coach. <coughs> yeah. Sark has made all the correct decisions this year. Yeah, um, and I think that we have a better chance than than Herman and Strong. And even in the last couple of years of Mac Brown, yeah, you know. Sark so. wears sweatshirts when it's too hot out. It's, it's a very interesting decision, certainly. That's, um, a, that's
1: a college football thing, man. Like, Mike McDaniel does it and he says it so he can understand what his players are feeling in pads. But I think he's just a weirdo. But-
0: uh, I don't have anything good to say about that guy. <laughs> I hate it when nerds think that they can have a glow up. It's just, you're a nerd for a reason, bro. Eh. Don't act like, don't try to be a pretty boy now.
1: Nah. I like it better than the other end of the spectrum of meathead fat guy football coaches. I like meathead fat guy football coaches. I, I'm not a fan. I think we
0: got to bring them back.
1: No, they they bug me. Fucking Mike McCarthy's of the world. I can't stand them. Yeah, yeah, Mike. I mean, McCarthy I'm good stuff. with like Doug Marones, like yeah, yeah. That's salami. what I'm talking he just about. just eats salami? All yeah, day yeah, yeah. Like, like that, that <laughs> sort of shit. Yeah, for that, sure. That's better. But I don't. What know. What
0: about Rex Ryan? He's <sighs> he's fake though. He's <laughs> he is fake. fake. I need a real one. Yeah, no. He got he
1: got he got fucking. Have you seen his teeth lately? He got fucking veneers, and he it's way yeah, too no, much. That ain't yeah. that ain't the type of guy you're talking yeah. about.
0: Yeah, it, foot fetish. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That is it for this week's Saturday Smoke. We will see you next week.